What is going on everyone? My name is Andy. Welcome back to another FPL video. In this one, I'm going to discuss the latest double game week announcement, and that is that both Bournemouth and Luton are going to double in game week 28. This is just going to be a kind of one take initial reaction style video to talk about my initial thoughts on that double, what it might mean for chip strategy and stuff like that. But I am planning on doing a proper uh, blank double game week and chip strategy video tomorrow, which will be more useful because we'll have seen the result between Villa and Chelsea in the FA Cup and we know that whichever one of those teams doesn't win tonight will definitely play in game week 29 and so will their opponents so if you enjoyed the video make sure to give it a like hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already and like I said if you want to come back for the proper full video that'll be tomorrow this is just kind of an initial reaction and to show you what has been announced so as I tweeted earlier double game week 28 is now confirmed so in that week, Bournemouth will play Sheffield United at home and Luton at home, which on paper is a great double game week. And then Luton will have Palace away and Bournemouth away. So for both teams, pretty good. For Bournemouth, a bit better because both of the fixtures are at home. What that means for Luton's schedule is pretty nice because obviously they double in 25 as well. So this is what it currently looks like. They've got Sheffield United at home in game week 24. So the week obviously coming up. They got the double in 25, which isn't great on paper, but at least it's an extra fixture. So Man United at home and Liverpool away. They blank in 26, which obviously we already know. Them, Liverpool, uh, Chelsea and Spurs will all blank in 26. Then they've got Villa at home in 27. The double in 28 of Palace away and Bournemouth away. And then in 29, they're scheduled to play Nottingham Forest at home. And that fixture will almost certainly be on because Luton have got Man City in the FA Cup. So Man City will be favourites to go through. And even if Forest beat Bristol City in the FA Cup fourth round replay, they've then got to beat Man United as well. So it's more likely that Man United and Man City will win, and therefore Luton versus Forest will be on. And if that happens, apart from the blank in 26, that's a pretty good fixture run for Luton. So if you're going to be looking at their players, the most popular ones, of course, will be uh, Doughty in defence, only 4.6 million, very attacking. And look, I don't, just because. Luton have had a couple of extra fixtures announced. Doesn't mean their defence is suddenly great. But if you need a cheap enabler that you can carry through the blank, for 4.6 million, doubt is a nice cheap option. Uh, I wouldn't completely rule out a goalkeeper either, Kaminsky, because in 26, you can easily bench him. So a lot of people will be on Ariola and Dubravka. You could just sell one of those to Kaminsky and then play the other one in game week 26. Now, Dubravka has Arsenal away um, that week, so it might be better to keep Ariola, who has Brentford at home. And obviously, if Villa go out of the FA Cup tonight, Ariola will also play in game week 29 as well against Aston Villa. So just keep that in mind. And then if you want a cheap midfielder, it's probably Ross Barkley, 4.9 million. And then up front, you'd probably go for Adebayo because his minutes have been much better than Morris over quite a few game weeks now. And his goal threat has actually been pretty decent. Like per 90 minutes, he's putting up 0.39 expected goals per 90. Uh, and 0.04 expected assists. And he should be on penalties if Morris isn't on the pitch as well. So few Luton players to look at. A um, couple of things that have come out of this. Lots of people now saying they're going to triple captain Solanke in 28. So for Luton at home and Sheffield United at home. Rather than Harlan in 25 for Brentford at home and Chelsea at home. Now, in isolation, if you weren't thinking about using a different chip in either of those weeks. So it was just a straight up. Uh, competition between Harlan triple captain in 25 and Solanke in 28 I'm not convinced that Solanke is now a better triple captain because although the fixtures are better Harlan is the better FPL pick right 
you know, if they had the same fixtures, you'd always go for Harden. I think his added goal threat, the fact that he plays for Man City, just makes him the better option. But of course, if you wanted to use a different chip in 25, like Bench Boost, for example, or maybe some of you are going to wildcard, whatever it might be, then having that triple captain opportunity to go for Solanke instead is definitely something to consider. I don't think that I would necessarily be holding my triple captain past these two game weeks. We will have more doubles down the line in 34 and 37, which I'll talk about later. Um, but there's going to be other chip shoes as well, especially if you've got them all, like Bench Boost and like Free Hit as well. So I think I would be using it, the triple captain, either in 25 or in 28 on Solanke. Right now, I think Harlan is better, but I think a lot of people are going to want to go for that differential. One thing to just get out of the way right now, because it comes up every single year, you are not better to captain a differential unless you think they're going to get more points. So Harlan will be captain more with the triple captainship in 25 than Solanke will be in 28. And that will mean that some people want to go for the differential. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. But overall, your triple captain is just worth one extra score. Okay. So if I triple captain Harland, I'll try and keep this as simple as possible. It is pretty simple, right? But I don't know. People tend to confuse it every season. If I triple captain Harland in game week 25 and he gets 20 points, with my triple captain, I get 60. And if you only captain him, you get 40. If Solanke gets 15 in game week 28, and you triple captain him, obviously you get 45, and I get 30 from captaining him. So I'm up five points by going for Harlan, and that's all that matters at the end of the season is total points. So I'm not trying to put anyone off going for Solanke, of course not, but if you think Harlan's going to score more, and you don't need to worry about another chip that you want to use in 25, then really you should just triple captain Harland. Um, other thing to, I guess, initially discuss is Bournemouth's fixture run as well so they've got Fulham away this week Newcastle away in 25 so no double before 28 and then it's Man City at home in 26 so the initial fixtures aren't great some people are going to consider selling Solanke before Watkins and then buying Solanke back for the double I don't think it's not necessarily a bad strategy but I really think now we know that extra fixture is coming in 28 and the fact that he's got Burnley away in 27 probably means you should keep hold of him if you already own him. If you don't, you can delay the move for Bournemouth players, right? There's no rush to get them in right now. But I think if it's Watkins versus Solanke, especially if Villa win tonight, then I think Watkins might then become a reasonable sell. Not a absolute must sell, not someone that's obvious to sell. But I think it would re be reasonable to do that. Because like in my case, for example, and I'm sure a lot of people are looking at this, You'd be selling Watkins for 24 and 25 to someone like Darwin Nunez. Yes, you'd miss out on Forrest at home in 26. But by the time you get to 28, Solanke's got not just a better fixture, but an extra one as well. So keep an eye out on what happens in the FA Cup tonight. And obviously, I'll discuss that again tomorrow. Um, but I think, I think Bournemouth's fixture schedule is okay. I think it's more than viable to keep hold of Solanke. In terms of bringing other players in, Again, no rush to do that right now. But the, the the ones that most people are going to look at is probably Neto in goal, 4.6 million. Bournemouth's defence has actually been pretty decent recently in terms of expected goals conceded. There was some, um, yeah, a couple of dodgy games, like against Spurs, 2.33 conceded, 1.61 against Liverpool. But they are very good attacks. If you look at some of the other games, 0.56 against Forest, 0.75 against Forest away, 
uh, 0.28 against Fulham at home, 0.84 against Palace. That is an improving defence. So Neto is definitely an option. You could look at someone like Senesai as well, 4.5 million, uh, Zabani at 4.4. And for midfielders, it's probably Tavernier, um, who didn't, he only played 45 minutes in the last game, but is generally pretty nailed and only 5.4 million. So again, not necessarily someone you'd want to go and rush out and buy right now. But if you were looking for a long-term option, maybe a Gordon replacement, you didn't want to go for Rodri or McAllister or anyone like that, you could just put Tavernier in at 5.4. And then up front, the obvious one to go for is Solanke. Like, even someone like Semenu just isn't getting enough minutes, I would say. Like 45 against Forest, 0 against Liverpool, 29 against Spurs. I don't think he was injured. Although, don't completely quote me on that because I am just doing this video off the top of my head. But um, yeah, I'm not sure. There's just no space for someone like Semenya, right? I've talked a lot recently that the three forward slots are quite precious. You know, Haaland, Watkins, Solanke, Darwin, Tony, just to name a few. There's no room for Semenya, right? Especially when you've got players like Cunha um, absolutely smashing it for Wolves. So that's the Bournemouth run. No rush to get them in. No rush to get Luton either. But I think it's a bit more viable to get them in now because of their extra double in 25. But you've got to make sure you can get through game week 26 because obviously they will blank then. Another tweet that I saw was from Baker who co-hosts the Above Average FPL podcast, which you can check out on YouTube. Um, and they said that free hit 26 might be strongly on the menu for me if results go the right way tonight. So again, talking about that Villa versus Chelsea um, FA Cup fourth round replay. Now, as with anything at this stage of the season, a lot of what you do with chips and stuff like that will depend on how your team is set up. Some people right now are sat there with two or three Liverpool players. Some might be sat with zero. Some might already have Luton players in. And so they'll be thinking about chips a little bit different. But I do see how free hit 26 might become a little bit better because Liverpool, Luton, Chelsea and Spurs um, are all going to blank that week. And obviously Spurs have good fixtures before the blank and afterwards and they're playing in game week 29. We now know that Luton have got a double in 25 and one in 28. And so to be able to free hit in 26 to not have to worry about any of those players, including being able to triple up on Liverpool in 25, could be beneficial. The only thing I would say about free hit 26 and while I'm not completely convinced it's still uh, not completely convinced it's great for a lot of teams is because even if you stock up on triple Liverpool and then free hitting 26 and not have to worry about the fact they're blanking. They've got Forest away in 27, but then it's Man City at home in 28, which is tough. You wouldn't really want a Liverpool triple up. Plus, if it's like Trent or Van Dijk plus Jota, Darwin or Darwin and Diaz, whoever it is, once Salah's back, which we may find, find out when that is this week, their minutes will all go down as well. So I'm not sure whether free hitting to be able to keep triple Liverpool is necessarily that good. But not only that, after Man City are home, it's Everton away in 29. There's a good chance that Liverpool will blank that week. So free hit 26 probably has become better, especially, you know, if you're already stocked up on Chelsea and Arsenal players and then Villa winning the FA Cup tonight. But I don't think it's something that I'm probably going to do. I don't see myself free hitting in 25 or 26. I feel like it'll probably be more useful um, later down the line. My overall thoughts from this are this will likely open up different chip strategies in general, not just free hit 26, but it might be worth wildcarding this week for some people. Wildcard 26, wildcard 27 ahead of that double in 28 might be worthwhile as well, especially wildcard before 27, because then you'll know who's definitely playing in 29. So with that 27 wildcard, you can plan for the double in 28, maybe even bench boost if that works. Um, have players ready 
that will play in 29 and then manage the rest of the season. As it stands, I think I will still wildcard in 30 or 31, but I am open to going earlier if it works out that doing that is better. But ultimately, I'm going to have to wait to see what happens in the Villa versus Chelsea game. If you've enjoyed that video, make sure to give it a like and hit that subscribe button. Like I said, just initial reactions there. I'll do a proper um, video on all this tomorrow, plus all the other double and blank game weeks that are going to happen this season and where different chips might fit in. So I'll catch you tomorrow for that. Sports Social Podcast Network.